Welcome to Beneath the Mix! Hello. Episode 3, everybody. Are we excited or are we excited? excited? <laughs> oh, I just banged my head on the mic. I've got headphones on. I don't normally do that. Yeah, take them off. Uh, Meg's back. Are you Meg? Yeah, Meg is back. Meg's Hello. having a bit of a film. Did you see us all on Top Tink last week? Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. We went viral. Not really. No, we didn't go viral. We did get about 1,000 views. 1,000 views! My mum's going to be so proud of me. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll tell you what though, 1,000 views on Top Tick, mm-hmm. uh, however, we... You are saying that wrong, do you know that? I'm so down with the kids. Uh, we got 139 listens in nine days. Wow. Nine days! On, the, on episode two, that is. Episode two, yeah. Wow. Obviously, episode three is not out yet, and episode one's probably on about a gazillion. Well, I'd say so. Um, so yeah, we have got a special guest here, he's just drinking some tea, so you might hear him slurping. Um, <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> We, we do offer free beer for our guests, um, but Daniel just wanted a tea. I've just given his name away. Uh, it's all right, don't worry. We put it out on the social medias, didn't we? We did. Um, how's your week been, George? What's been going good, on? Good, yeah. I've been, um, I've been in theatre. Hmm. I've been doing a bit of teching in the theatre. And what are you teching, George? What are you teching? Have a break, have a Kit Kat. It's on until Saturday. We had some cast members just come in then, uh, ready to to start for the show we have to finish this podcast before 7pm because I have a show to tech well don't you worry because remember the catchphrase 20 is plenty Uh, 20 is plenty indeed Uh, this won't be 20 minutes because our guest has a lot to say what else happened this week George I think we had a bit of a big week oh we we? did have a big big week on on Monday night we uh, had Daniel Kitson Daniel Kitson the one and only what a legend I know doing a work in progress Type show on a scale of one to ten, how funny was he? He was so funny, ten. So funny, so funny ten. <laughs> so funny, ten. Not eleven. So funny, ten. Genuinely, really, just just ridiculously funny. <laughs> Thank you. George's reviews aren't going to become a feature. <laughs> ridiculously funny. So funny, ten. So Although, so to be fair, I'd enjoy reading those reviews more than others. Oh, yes. controversy! Um, our guest is uh, is is ready in the wings. Just before I move on, though, I am. Um, Gonna just we have we've had a text message, George. Hell yeah! Who knew that we even had the capacity for text messages? Uh, last week we had the brilliant Stacey on, obviously. We did. We did. Um, and went down very well. Loads of lovely comments. Uh, it, yeah, absolutely. Lots of love, and of course uh, we've shared some clips on Toxic and Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Toxic, Toxic. <laughs> That's a good one, isn't it? And um, yeah, we had a text from a listener who's going to remain anonymous. It's not someone famous, no. They'd said, um, hey, Si, I just want to say I've listened to the latest podcast there and it's been such an incredible conversation to hear when our grad showcase was so recent. I've edited there live. Did you see, see what I did there? Yeah, just in case that gave it away. They went and said, it's really helped to settle the pressure and expectations I'm feeling right now, which I'm so grateful for. Although I am so passionate to continue performing, I've really gained an interest in producing and hearing you guys discuss how involvement in other areas of the arts has benefited to your acting. It's so reassuring to hear. Amazing. Well, do you know what? Absolutely brilliant. And um, if we've just changed that one person's <laughs> life, then that's all that matters. Speaking of producers, Paris is in the house. Give us a whoop whoop, Paris. She's eating crisps. She's eating crisps, but we've told her to do it really quietly. <laughs> um, anyway, we've got a special guest. It's time for the guest and um, theme tune. Oh, it's goody. Do you know what? Our special guest, before I, I've got two announcements about our special guest. The first one being, he said, George is a musician. Those theme tunes are crap. <laughs> um, and the second one is, I recently found out he has no heart, um, <laughs> which we'll come on to discuss in a minute. Our guest is, of course, Mr. Daniel. Hello. Hello. 
Stern, a.k.a. Dr. Q. <laughs> Hello. Oh, a round of applause, my word. I did not say your theme tunes were crap. Well, they are crap. I just suggested that maybe being a musician, you might be able to come up with something a little bit more. Yeah, I'm a poser, is, the, is what <laughs> we've decided. <laughs> I ain't got a clue what I'm doing. Nope, fair. Uh, Absolutely okay. fair. Welcome, Daniel. Thank you very much. So lovely Thank to have you. Um, A.K.A. Dr. Q. Um, and, of course, as with all our guests, there's one important question. Go, George. Who the hell are you? Who the hell uh, is Daniel fucking Brennan? <laughs> Tell us, Daniel, who the hell are you? Uh, well, I am Daniel Brennan. Thanks AKA very much. That's great. Dr. Oh, you Q. Oh, there we go. A.K.A. Dr. Q. Um, it's not much of a... I mean, that's just me in a lab coat. That's the only difference, really. What? Yeah, did you what? never notice? You're, you're the same person. <laughs> I have worked in the entertainment industry in one capacity or another since before both of you were born, I believe. Never. Wow. 1986 was when I... 1986. Wow. Yeah. And you did, was your first job a red coat? Was that right? Oh, no. No, you've got things horribly wrong there. Oh. I did used to work at Butlins, but I was a cleaner. <laughs> oh, wow. crap. That's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, as, but obviously, actor, director, mm-hmm. uh, producer, no less as well. Uh, yeah, I tried to do as little of that as possible. <laughs> that's Understood. gone horribly wrong. Um, because... Uh, I just don't like being in charge of things anymore. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> I just fair like enough. turning up and doing what I'm told. So, um, tell us uh, where you trained. I trained at the legendary place called uh, the Academy. Oh, it's weird. That sounds like you've just made that up. No, it's in Whitechapel. It no longer exists. Oh. It was the original drama school that was opened for... Uh, older people who worked during the day and then they wanted to train during the evening. Is that a bit like the pool school? Ah, that's always the sentence they say. Yeah, oh, actually, um, whoever it was that ran the pool school, stole the uh, he stole the idea. He used to work at the academy and he stole the idea. I don't idea know if you know, Daniel, but on radio, <laughs> hand signals don't wash. You can't see them. <laughs> oh, he's did a sweary. Um, <laughs> I just dipped my finger in my tea. Ah, right. Very good, yes. <laughs> um, yes, they also had a, a course that ran as a repertory theatre company, oh. which, of course, is very much the best way to learn. Oh, God, I would love training like that. It, How good would that be? It was we astonishing. Do you remember when we did Matt Rep? Yes, I, I loved, it. loved it. And I wish we'd had £100,000 to do it properly. Exactly. <laughs> Rep training has got to be... Rep training and TIE have to be the best forms of training for actors. <laughs> TIE is absolute hell, but it is fantastic. I don't think you know acting unless you've driven in a van <laughs> with people you don't really like <laughs> to four different locations, built a set you don't like, done a show you don't like, and then gone and lived with the people you don't like. Yeah. You, I mean, then I'll give you your equity card then, yeah, George. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, I'm waiting in the wings Absol- for my equity card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, of course, uh, director. Uh, mm-hmm. What have you done directing-wise? Uh, well... I did the, the usual thing. I think you will recognise this, Simon. I started teaching at the school I trained at. Don't know what you're talking about. Never <laughs> done it. Never done it. Uh, and the, the principal of the school died. Ooh, uh, and sad. I took over the running of the school. Well, that was very easy. Did you kill him? No. His wife w- also ran the place, so I, I took over his position and helped her to, to run it. One thing led to another. 
that school had to close and instead of dumping on the students I opened my own drama school why not and I would not recommend opening your own drama school ever when you say you opened your own drama school you mean yes. like a three year course it was a two year course it was based on the same model so it was for, because the, the school had to close down suddenly and there were 70 students that had nowhere to go yep. <laughs> some, some people have called you like um the Fagin of drama school students. <laughs> no, they have <laughs> no, not. No, no one's ever got that. But I quite like to know. Listen, enough of this. Enough of this actual telling us about yourself. It's time, George, for your moment, my friend. It's time for this or that theme tune, please. Yep, they're still crap. Low okay. level scat. Here we go. Bolognese or carbonara. Oh, bolognese. Ooh, I feel like it depends on like the weather, you know? They're both hot. Yeah, but the sun. The sun makes me a bit carbonara-y. <laughs> it's the bacon and cream doesn't sound very summery to me. No, well, not when you say it with that face. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, move on. Korma or Vindaloo? Oh, Vindaloo. Ooh. Mm. Coke or Pepsi? Neither. I can't bear cola. Okay. Easy Jet or Ryanair? Oh. oh, oh, that's a very good question. Is it? Because um, <laughs> they're both just awful, yeah, well, yeah. but very handy to get to Malta. Uh, oh, And other places. Uh, other airlines are also <laughs> available. <laughs> right, I know, right, I'm going to I would say EasyJet because I like orange. Okay, cool. <laughs> Train or Metrolink? Uh, d- You've got to choose, come on. Uh, Metrolink I can get off more quickly. There we go. <laughs> well, that sounds like... <laughs> oh, that does <laughs> sound wrong, does it? <laughs> I don't know why, yeah. <laughs> Quick, can I get off? Scrunch or fold? The, the favourite is back. Scrunch or fold? Yeah. Mm. What? Ah, uh, see? this last time. And do you know what? I had a friend... Uh, uh, oh, I, I still have that friend. He texted me, Jack Gogarty, and said, I can't believe you didn't know what scrunch or fold yeah, is. Someone said that. Well, Jack, see, in the north, we're obviously just better brought um, up. Paper. Oh, fold. Fold. And oh. then fold again. Oh, the so we don't waste paper. The idea double of fold. scrunch. We've got a double folder here. Double. Oh, sometimes said. more if it's you a 16 wiper. <laughs> My <laughs> word. We've got it there. Gone blue. You know, we, brown. we did want to find out about Daniel. I feel like I feel like we might have found out a little too much. Mm, what good is scrunching in that situation? Though? And you can have that quote okay. too. <laughs> hey, when we get a scruncher on the podcast, we'll ask them. <laughs> Absolutely. I ca- Do you know what? I so cannot wait for that day. It's just, there's no control over that. It's just smearing it to different oh, areas. Oh, me. This is awful. Thank God we're explicit. Aldi or Lidl? Oh, um, Aldi. Pourquoi? Um, I don't know. I don't actually know. I um, agree with you. But I have, I have a, a little closer to where I live. I mean, I have a Marks and Spencers even closer, so, you know. But, but the, uh, <laughs> so you could say that the Marks and Spencers is a little closer. I'm not sure what that gag was. <laughs> little, a little closer. Oh, I see. Yes, my well done, you. It's so funny when you have to explain it. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah, it's my favourite. Let's move on. Ask him another one. Um, yeah. um, uh, cereal or porridge? Oh, por- Porridge. I love porridge. Oh, I shouted that. Loved it. So I love porridge. So I had a massive bowl of it today. Did you? <laughs> trainers or shoes? Uh, tra- trainers. Yeah, trainers. Ninth or tenth doctor? What? I, oh. Uh, oh, that's a very good question. Daniel, Daniel writes Daniel's quiz questions. And um, so Daniel... 
for those listening who don't know, because I thought we were talking about the NHS then, I was like, well, I'll just go with the first Doctor. Um, it's Doctor Who, and Daniel can probably tell you every single Doctor there's been. Is that well, right? Well, absolutely. But oh, I well, also yeah. wrote the Christopher Eccleston specialist subject for Mastermind. Wow. <laughs> See? Sometimes we have clever people in the arches. Uh, <laughs> who was the ninth Doctor? Christopher Eccleston. Don't, don't say it like, like <laughs> you looked at me like I was. I deserve to be on scrunched toilet paper. That's true. And who was the tenth? David, David Tennant. Ah. Um, well, Eccleston or Tennant? Uh, for me, Tennant. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, this is one from last time that went down well. Oh. Talking pets or talking babies? Well, we talk about pets. No, no. Or the actual they can pets. Talk. So Do you want pets to talk or do you want babies to talk? Pets, plainly. Absolutely the right. <laughs> Stacey said babies. Stupid answer. Well, it's they will eventually. Eighties or nineties? Eighties. Why? Um, musically, it was lovely. Okay, cool. I suppose. And then the last one, pointless or the chase? Oh my word! That for Daniel, that's like asking the biggest question on the planet. So here's the thing. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Strap in, strap in, listeners. I the tea. I used Seems to be on the, 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 the t- there you go. I was on the writing team for Pointless, yeah. and I was once a contestant on The Chase. Yeah. Oh, my. See, I knew both of these things. Uh, oh, so you did it on purpose. Meg's so excited, she's just shouted, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Exclaimed, if anything. Uh, so, oh, I suppose Pointless but I did get seven grand out of the chase, so... Wow. Wow. Can I pay it's you difficult. to go on a quiz for me? I'm not allowed to go on quizzes anymore. Ah, oh, <laughs> see? Busman's holiday, I suppose. Incidentally, yeah. we yes. did mention... Thank you, George. That was This or That theme tune outro. <laughs> what, you, what you mentioned there leads me swimmingly on <laughs> to uh, our Dr. Q. Of course, you host our quizzes, yes. which are the last Monday of every month. Mm-hmm. Coming up, we're going to talk about it very soon. It's on the 26th, very soon, very soon. Um, however, Dr. Q, uh, if you could adopt that persona now... Yep, there you go. Oh, my word. <laughs> the transformation was incredible. <laughs> um, Dr. Q's got a question for us, I believe. Yeah, well, it's, it's based on the list round that I do. Oh. Uh, and this is also uh, hashtag Dr. Q Clue on Twitter. Hashtag Dr. Q Clue gives you ideas about what you might want to swat up on. He is also at Dr. Q to you. That's Dr. Q, the number two, and the letter U. At Dr. Q to you. There you go. Come uh, on, hit us with your right. question. Okay, what are the last five host cities of the Winter Olympic and Paralympic Games? Wowzers. That sound you can hear wasn't us getting excited. That was a motorbike going past. <laughs> But it was quite well timed. Say, say that once I more. I will say us. it again. What are the last five host cities of the Winter Olympic and Paralympic Games? And we are going to get the answer at the end of this, aren't we? Yes. So stay tuned until the end. Stay tuned, kids. Uh-huh. Uh, just before we go to a commercial break, you've got two things coming up with us. Uh, you've got a brilliant Spolin workshop. Uh, yes, tell us I have. all about that, Daniel. Uh, so, Daniel, as a practitioner and a uh, facilitator of the arts and acting, tell us about Spolin. Yeah, Viola Spolin is known as the uh, the grandmother of uh, American improvisation, and I've always been a little bit of a, a loose cannon, maybe as uh, an actor and and a director. 
in that I never particularly subscribed to a particular uh, practitioner's way of, of working. And we couldn't possibly just narrow it down to this one little system that works best. Ridiculous word, best. Um, I think somebody I worked with said, have a read of this. So I read Improvisation for the Theatre, uh, which says don't read books about acting. So it's like... Uh, so this is sort of I, something I, 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 I hate reading books about acting. Yeah. Well, this is why I liked it. It's like, I don't want to read books about acting. <laughs> Hurrah! But when I was reading the introductions and the um, seven aspects of spontaneity and all of those kind of things, I felt like she was articulating everything that I'd ever thought about it, but much cleverer mm -hmm. than I could possibly do it. Um, so I started to use Spolin as a, a basis, not an absolute, because that's not the point, mm. but the basis of the training. I'm sort of evangelical about on how unevangelical it is. Okay. It's if it, there's a religiosity to drama training, and people that's attach themselves, to <laughs> they attach themselves to particular ways of working, which I think can be counterproductive. Yep. I think ultimately every every creative wants the same end. Mm. Uh, that, uh, truth, honesty, freedom, all of those things. Uh, what of those qualities that you've talked about, that Spolin's work, what are you going to bring? So you're doing a, a workshop with us mm. on the 8th of July? Yes. Um, what are you going to bring to that workshop? So we've, we've had quite a few sign-ups already. Marvellous. Uh, freedom, play. Uh, she has a great quote, which I think is a, a, the last or the first line of a poem that she wrote. Get out of the head and into the space. Nice. Great. Uh, we spend so much time thinking about things rather than doing them and uh, the the way her her games work is they stop you from thinking sometimes it's really hard. you know how hard it is mm. to, to not think about you know think about a table without thinking of the word table yeah, 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 yeah. it's very very difficult to do I did a um, I did a one-to-one -one yesterday with a, the brilliant Kate Hemming who you know she's done our screen acting classes and um we talked about a similar thing, I think. So she learned a script and she had an idea of the way this character, she wanted to portray this character as a, as a teacher. And, um, and actually what we ended up doing was going, cool, but just forget all that. Think about the situation, to quote Karen Henthorne, fill yourself up, find that backstory. And then yeah. it becomes instinctive, it becomes impulsive. And it's not about delivering lines that the way you think they should be delivered. It's about interacting and yeah. responding truthfully, right? Absolutely. It's um, uh, discover, don't decide is something that I say Ooh, a lot. That's, that's a tattoo. <laughs> discover, don't decide. It's got to be four. Uh, the only decision you make is to keep something that works. You're with us on the 8th of July. It's only 25 quid. This is with Manchester Actors Platform. Yeah. 8th Bargain. of July. Come and tap into Spolin. Find yeah. that spontaneity. Find that instinct. Get out of your head. Out of the head and into the space. And while we're talking about your wonderful work that you're bringing here, Daniel, tell yeah. us a little bit about this magic word, offcut. Offcut. Now, the offcut festival is um, its something I'm extraordinarily proud of. It's myself and my dear friend Trudy Boatwright, who is in Australia now, far, far away. We were sitting one day, bizarrely, in the gardens of the Tower of London. As you do. I often sit there. Have you sat there, George? I find myself either in the gardens of the Tower of London or in the chamber at Buckingham Palace. Um, Just um, trying to work out something that we could do. The, I, uh, this is something that is still a major problem. It's something that 53.2 and Map 48... Map? Map? It's just Map. Just Map. map. Just 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 map
do all the time, and that is to to just give the opportunity to people who might not otherwise either experience, you know, being being a creative in yeah. in a in a in a, a theatre, um, or even know what theatre is. You know, mm. they never get the opportunity to to have their work seen. So we wanted to, cre- to create something massive that was good fun, yeah. and we also wanted to include the audience in it because the audience is very very much a spoiler thing as well that the audience is a fellow player and it was this was in 2009 Mm. so things like x factor were very big Mm. then so audience voting and we thought how can we get theater and x factor together so we came up with this idea of putting on short plays and letting the audience vote for their favorite plays yes because ultimately that's what might the what the audience thinks of about a play it's like, it's like the ultimate round of applause do you know what I mean yeah. we, we love to clap at the end of a play and actually now you're able to go do you know what I'm going to vote for you yeah. as well right yeah. so we've got 20 plays we've got 5 finalists and 1 winning play so there's an audience award and the panel awards uh, and the panel awards go for writing and acting and directing and the audience award is that's my favourite yeah mm-hmm. that's the, 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 we go with the audience this takes place on the 25th of next month so we've already had a raft of scripts in we've started getting actor and director applications today which is exciting George tell us how people can get involved go to 532.com forward slash offcut say one more time with feeling 532.com forward slash offcut I feel like I'm on the X Factor 532.com forward slash offcut obviously we could talk about that for absolutely hours it's going to be massive you can buy single show passes you can buy a week pass you can buy a season ticket or you can just come to the final Um, I am very excited because this is my first one yeah, I'm excited, Joseph. Yeah. It's of the greatest two pound, fun. Two pound unwaged tickets available for all the shows yeah. as well. So get involved. 532.com forward slash offcut. We are looking for writers, actors, and directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the winning play will be produced in full at 532. Yeah. Theme tune for that, George. <laughs> wow. wow. He got so wow. excited about that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, mate, mate but the, the barrel's got no bottom. That's how deep you've got. <laughs> Daniel, that is joyous. Thank you for telling us about Spolin and Offcut. And now, a word from our sponsors. Welcome to the adverts, everybody. Oh, it's the adverts. Jingle, please. Dead the adverts. Ah. I feel like they're a bit samey today, yeah, George. I'm not, really right, I'm not feeling creatively fulfilled mm, by them. Uh, job opportunity. Jingle person. <laughs> nope, um, nope. Beneath still the my bricks. Job, still my job. Uh, George, over to you for the adverts. I'm gonna, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a bed. A, a bed, bed okay. to do the adverts. Okay. Okay. Ready? Oh, so I go. Okay. So this week, we're sponsored by So It Is Productions. I cannot take you seriously. Wicked, wicked, wicked. We're sponsored by So It Is Productions, a amazing showreel company set up by our own Kelsey Knox. Um, and yeah, they do showreels for, for very, very, very affordable prices. So of course now, Manchester Actor Platform relaunched. We are now Play, Train and Game. 
and on the game tab we have show reels we have headshots we're soon to add voice reels from the yes. brilliant Rachel, Rachel Austin and so it is are doing the show reels that we recommend for the industry they're brilliant obviously Kelsey's got a great team yeah uh, you can find out all about them at maplatform.co.uk forward slash show reels maplatform.co.uk forward slash show reels and if what's you, exciting if, if you book via MA platform then you get 25 25 quid it's uh, you've it's absolutely that. made on, that up that you've absolutely made that up no no we're not going to edit you need to learn you get you get 15 pounds to spend at 53.2 absolutely a 15 pound voucher what's not to love um, <laughs> maplatform.co.uk forward slash showreels check out that work there's a brilliant showreel ironically of their work on that website showreel and showreels. if you book through maplatform you get 15 pound to spend on beer or wine in okay. 53.2 or coffee and um, thank you that was the adverse George outro yeah yeah the adverts <laughs> Welcome back to Beneath the Bricks. We are in our quintessentially Manchester brick arches and we are giving you some nonsense. Quintessentially, everybody. Good word that, innit, mate? Uh, We're back. Daniel Brennan is here with us. I love that we pretend that we weren't here for the others, but um, absolutely (laughs) were. Um, Can I just say that I was actually impressed by that closing theme tune to the adverts. Oh, look at him. Kissing ass now, isn't he? Because he no, said you were crap. No, look no, at him. I you know what? Say oh, he was crap. You know what? I'll take it. Well, you've got to take it where you can, George, anyway. Let's be honest, mate. That's so true. You know. Um, anyway, it's time for question from the internet. Question from the internet. <laughs> So we do have a question from the internet. Every time we do one of these, we're going to share it. And we're going to ask you for questions. And the brilliant David Crisco. I feel like all we talk about on this podcast is David Crisco because he's a legend. He's a legend. Do you he know is. what? He turned up here the other day to JP's film screening, which we didn't talk about. Shout out to JP because that what was amazing. That was. Uh, super. What a night. Breathtaking. I was just amazed. amazed. I mean, you if you don't know. Emo- you got all emotion, didn't you? I did. I cried three times telling people well done. I mean, I cry a lot anyway, but... Um, yeah, shout out. I, th- I thought Alan was fantastic in that, you know, mm. Alan Nichol. Yeah, um, and everybody was. Everyone, yeah. Everyone was. But I, I, I was really moved by Alan. Uh, anyway, question from David Criscoll. David Criscoll says Is there any danger that the arches you are currently in could end up being redeveloped, turfing you out? Like the last one did. And then in brackets, he adds, No shade on them, though, as it was always a temporary thing. Absolutely no shade on them. Um, it, well, look, we've signed a lease uh, for 15 years here. Um, Two years of that has gone already. Two which down. It makes me panic a little bit. I'm like, whoa, two years down. Um, we're not going anywhere for 15 years. As long as we can still count on the support of our brilliant uh, friends, patrons, and audiences to just keep on supporting us the way they do. You're all absolutely brilliant, and you are absolutely what keeps us alive. Um, theatre makes no money. Ooh, hard fact. Theatre doesn't <laughs> make money. Um, uh, buying beer and um, coming in the venue, buying coffee, being here, being present, coming to shows, showing your support that way is, is really, really important. And that's what's gonna keep us here, David, and everybody else listening. We're not going anywhere. And incidentally, when we run out of lease, I will be 53 too. Wow. wow. Oh, well done. Yeah, given my age away, I'm not 21. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. Uh, that was a question from the internet. 
a question from the internet. You were the reverb of the arches there. <laughs> Good. That's lovely, mate. And uh, as always, it's time for question from the guest. Do you not work on these? Do you have a fortnight? Do you not work on these? No, I don't. I, don't. I mean, I therein lies the fucking problem, mate. Daniel Brennan, over to you. Question for the arches. Question for me. Right. So, uh, to both of you. Fantastic. When it's all a bit much, yes. all of it, whether theatre-related or just generally, mm. what is the one thing that Dr. Theatre prescribes that puts you right? Ah, oh, that's a great question. That is a great question. And do you know what? We've both, we've both been here when it's been too much, haven't we? Yeah. We've both been here when it's been too much. Um, anything at all that makes you go, this is why I do what I do? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what does it for me. Um, I get really, I have really bad days about, about the venue, which, which is, is bizarre, isn't it, really? Because when people come in here, we're always outwardly smiling and shining because that's what we do. And we want this to be that venue. But you know what? Sometimes you wake up and... Um, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. And um, the one thing that uh, m- m- makes me smile and, and, and makes me cry is when the venue is absolutely full to the brim with brilliant people doing brilliant things. And that applause fills, fills the arches. And it reminds me that what we're doing is for that reason. Mm. The staff here are amazing. Every day you turn up and they're here and, and they fill you with everything you need to carry on um, the shows we do it, it, that's what it is and if I can forget that I'm worrying about paying the bills and worrying about paying the staff and worrying about finding where that money's coming from and we do theatre and we do art and we make stuff it sounds a bit wanky doesn't it but as long as we're doing that that fixes me definitely George oh, fuck it, <laughs> follow um, that <laughs> I think when we when we did the big shift from the 80-seater to the 150-seater... <laughs> Let me tell you, that was a big shift. <laughs> when we were doing that and we got into finally having it set up and the lights were in and mm. um, that night, that, just that feeling, that's why I do it, mm. I think. Because that was just euphoria like I've never felt before in my life, I don't think. You get, that, you get that back instantly, don't you? You get that reward. Of, yeah. You know, we sat there and we cried, didn't we? Yeah, like, yeah. Because it was just such a week of absolute pain. <laughs> it was. It was horrific. I mean, we were doing sixteen-hour days. Yeah. Of of lifting. Yeah. <laughs> and because we'd not, you know, because because we don't have a big team, and that's part of that's arguably the reason why we're unique is because there's only re- there's only a few of us, so everyone puts in more than they should and therefore you end up with people who care way more than any other theatre in Manchester I would go and say yep um, hot take but I think it's true I fully believe that so yeah, yeah. I don't know if that answers the question but does that answer your question uh, yes it does thank you very much oh, tick very cool tick <laughs> tick <laughs> big tick uh, Sean's, uh, Sean's here come here Sean come say hello mate Sean Chris Cole, if you don't know him, he's one of our managers. Uh, congratulations, Sean. Just got an acting job, haven't you, Sean? Tell yeah. me about your acting job, mate. Oh, I have, yes. Um, I'm going to be doing a, an immersive theatre kind of experience with, with oh. Backyard Cinema. So you kind of, you book a film, 80s vibe, whatever, um, and I play like a 80s bellhop. A bit um, thank God he said bellhop, because <laughs> I, I didn't know where that, that was going. <laughs> <laughs> he plays an 80s bellhop, bell listeners. Hop, not 
cop in the belt. Yes. <laughs> um, and I lead you through the experience. Woo! Idiot. Cannot Isn't wait, mate. We're going to all go. We are. Staff out here, mate. Staff out here. Cocktails. Now get me on the bar and do some work. Excellent. Okay, then. It's on to our last feature. Sort of our last feature. It's time for Real Talk. Real Talk. Um, well, uh, Daniel's looking at his uh, list of things we're going to talk to him about, but we never tell people about this one. So, Daniel, I'm going to say a sentence to you, which I've been thinking about this week. Um, as we uh, provide classes for actors through Manchester Actors Platform, primarily we run our screen acting workshop, which is with the brilliant Karen Henthorne. So, I've written a sentence, which is, actors want to train to be on television. They don't want to train to be actors. Do you want to speak on that? Any opinions on that? Um, it's a big sentence, yes, and it's something, it's something that makes me um, quite angry sometimes. It's something that frustrates me. What your, what your, what's, your, what's your hot take, to quote George, on that? <laughs> uh, I don't want to sound like the old man that I am, but I think that there is, uh, there is a change in expectations in the younger generation. There is an immediacy. From what I see, and not always, um, yep. I, I'd seen, it seemed to start, I think, with things like Big Brother. Mm. Uh, and, and when the first couple of series of Big Brother were fascinating, and then it became a career choice. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think well, that no, that's no, it's only in the last, sorry to interrupt you, it's only in the last five years that, um, and I have absolutely n- nothing against these people, I have some friends who are these, these people in that industry, but now, Becoming a reality TV star mm. is a job. That's a profession. Yeah. And can fare yeah. your profession as anything else. Because the way in has changed. I think Stacey was talking about uh, in the last podcast, she Drum was scores, saying that yeah. we don't want... We, there, there was the adverts, the... Real adverts, yeah, we don't, yeah. you don't have yeah, to provide absolutely. any training. We want real people. Um, and, and I get that. And that might be successful for them. They might get enough clicks. I'm talking blind now. I, did, I didn't clicks. have a... Let f- me translate. Clicks means uh, hits, <laughs> comments, <laughs> likes. Um, I find when I'm teaching and, and when, I, uh, when I'm in the rehearsal room, and I, I hate to say this, but there is a distinct lack of imagination. Oh, God, don't even get me started on this. That lack uh, of imagination. And I will say this again, though. It's actor's greatest tool, right? Absolutely. Not everybody. Absolutely no. not everybody. No. But this inability to think that they need to come up with anything, mm. that they don't, they don't need Absolutely. an imagination because we have phones. Well, let's, your let's, phone bring, is your let's imagination. bring it back to Spolin, right? You said before, yeah. we are talking about instinct uh, and all, all that, that kind of stuff. And I was talking about the workshop I did with Kate and constantly I'm, I'm working with actors who are going, right, I want to do it like this because they've seen that's how it's done. Yeah. Or they want to replicate an actor, their favorite actor, or they want to reach um, a performance level. That's, but that, that, that's copying. And mm. so what they do is they focus on the text and they focus on, on the way they're going to deliver these lines and the way they want it to look, as opposed to um, that imaginative world. So instead of focusing on the, the, the text, what, what actors need to do, in, in my opinion, is focus on that world, fill themselves up, their backstory, mm. uh, what they want, how their, their life has taken them to this point. Because actually if you get there, then that interaction becomes just human. Yeah. I'm not thinking about those lines. Mm. I, I say one thing and you respond and that affects the way I say the next line. Absolutely. Yeah, what? I, I'm just going to bring it back to um, w- w- the original 
statement bold may it may be from me that, that actors want to train to be on television mm. they don't want to train to be actors and, and that holistic training that idea of being able to use your body being able to use your voice actors on stage not being able to use their voice not being able to project not a, a, a lack of diction all that kind of stuff is huge um, and there's a weird kind of disconnect now isn't mm. there because we see that ease of access to a television world where it looks all bloody glamorous, let me tell you, it's fucking it not. It really is not. No, it's really not. <laughs> um, but, but that's what people want. They want the glamour, they want the glitz, they want that fame. And so they do screen acting workshops. But my God, are they exposed quickly when they're not in a screen acting class. Or, in fact, sometimes when they're in a screen acting class and they're asked to do something that's different to what they might think actor training is. So, so, so wrap, wrap yeah. this up for me then. What yeah. are your thoughts on why... So actors want to train to be on television, not training to be actors. Um, just put your phone down and discover. The most magical thing, this goes back to what you were just saying, the most magical thing uh, about being an actor, it's what happens between actors. Mm. Stuff goes on inside and it's beautiful, but what happens in between, in that space between actors, is the most amazing thing. You mm. know that time when you're turning, there's the... the the, the twinkle you're, yeah. you're improvising in the moment even though you're using formal text yeah. oh my god I've never that's so good you're improvising in the moment with formal text yeah, yeah. and Fucking it's hell. just it just happens then and and we lose that because well our phone tells us how to do the actings now Brilliant. if I can just jump uh, on the back of the wind that that is um, when we did bricks here in uh, uh, thank you life so, of the plum thank you Meg <laughs> So yeah, life of a plum. Life um, on a plum. Life on a plum. On. It's definitely on. Preposition trouble. So in yeah. that um, <laughs> fucking people interfering from behind the camera. Hey, hey. There was a part um, in the scene, and I'd seen it a couple of times by that point. Um, my good friend and coll- often collaborator, Ollie Hurst, who's part of Red Brick, um, directed it, and I texted him after it happened, and he said exactly the same thing. And there's a bit where when Dan's character um, says that um, he died and if you've seen it you'll know what we're talking about and in the scene before um, um, there's Tic Tac's been on the floor because they're a stage prop and he just he said he died and just kicked a Tic Tac and that to me was just like fuck off because that's just that's what you're talking about that it's just complete obviously that's not but it was just so free and so that I just text all straight away and go like kick off yeah, you kick that tic-tac. Kick and you knew tic-tac. exactly what. But it is, it's that, it's that real visceral sort of, you didn't plan that. What he, did, what he did is respond to something that was there yeah. yep. in the moment, he took it in. in character, yeah. and improvised yeah. whilst using the formal text. That's the great, I've never yeah. heard that yeah. before. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good metaphor for what we're talking about. He, he kicked a tic-tac. Yeah. I he think that's the new hashtag. That, that hashtag, kick a tic-tac. <laughs> Dan will love that. Big shout out to Dan Sheeda, well done, mate. Yeah. <laughs> when you are in flow as an actor, when you're getting it, when you're not thinking, when you're improvising with formal text, how was it? Oh, mate, kick the tic tac. <laughs> there it is. I kicked the fuck out of a tic tac. I swear, haven't you, George? You party. <laughs> right, it's almost time to wrap up. Almost oh. time to wrap up, which um, brings us back around to complete nonsense again. It's time for the big question. Theme tune, George. Ooh, the big question. I don't know what it is, but I'm about to find out. Great. 
See, new sections forming every day. <laughs> it's time for the big question. Daniel Brennan, um, you've got to choose one food, and that's the only food you're allowed to eat for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? It's probably macaroni cheese. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see why you've done it. I see why you've done it. I'm going to... I'm. I'm Potatoes. I'm potatoes 100%. <gasps> That's close. Think of the way you, you can fry them, you can chop them. That's not a way of cooking them. You can fry them, you can boil them, Hopefully you can saute them. them, you can boil them. Have I said that? Anyway, you do a lot with potatoes. Man yeah, mine yeah. would be trifle. No one asked <gasps> you, but that is Now, you see, standard. mine was, oh, I could have said trifle, trifle in my head. Shout out to my nana's trifle. Oh, I bet your Nana's trifle is brilliant, oh, isn't fantastic. it? fantastic. My na- hashtag George's my Nana trifle. make me trifle, please. Thank <laughs> you. Brilliant. Meg, what's the food? What food are you going to eat for the rest of your life? Three, two, one. Some form of pasta. Macaroni cheese, maybe? No, I can't eat cheese. She can't eat cheese. She's <gasps> one of them. Here we go then, Daniel. As we like to do, we like to reveal... Daniel's got no heart. This is the time for <laughs> TED Talk. Uh, obviously based on uh, Ted Lasso. I still haven't watched it. Knock-a-doodle-doo. It is the most beautiful, heartfelt, genius television program I've ever watched. Daniel, what's your thoughts on Ted Lasso? <laughs> yeah, he fucking hates it. I don't hate it. Just like he said, George's jingles weren't crap. I think we're oh, for lie, I know, putting words in my mouth. It just completely left me cold. What Every a heartless man. Time. So Ted Lasso gives out wonderful bits of wisdom mm. um, that mean very little but are truly inspiring for the shallow-minded idiots like myself that love it. Um, what is your TED Talk, Daniel? Right, okay. Wait a minute. This is what? Daniel's TED Talk. <laughs> Daniel, give us your TED Talk, man. TED Talk, okay. So I have, uh, I've just done a list of things. And this is all train of thought, and I'm going to write it down. I'm, I'm, I've written it down, and I'm just going to read it. No censoring. Understood. <laughs> all right. So, here we go. We all have the right to be our own kind of magnificent, including you. Be fabulous, and love being fabulous, and love that other people are fabulous too. Never do anything because of either the need for approval or for the fear of disapproval. Why not you? Yes, you might have to work harder than some but no reason. Uh, make your own work. Remember that person from years ago, unaffected by the demands of parents, teachers, employers, peers, lovers, and bank managers. That person still exists. Give them the time they deserve. Observation is as important as participation. And never let anyone or anything ever have to compete with the back of a phone for your attention. That's fucking great. That's great. Just before you leave us, uh, Daniel, we're going to do a quick roundup of what's coming up in the arches. That TED Talk was sensational. Yeah, um, one, yeah. I sort of, um, yeah, I sort of don't want to say anything about it because I'll ruin it. <laughs> um, so, um, thanks, mate. It's really great. Here we go. Then, what's coming up, George? Hit me. Uh, the first thing we have on our list is the quiz night. Whoop. We have Doctor Q in front of us. And oh, it's on the twenty-sixth. I've always been here now. Twenty-sixth of June, twenty twenty-three. It's the last one of the season. So last get down now. one. Get, get down this time. The bar never win. We always win a packet of crisps. But that's good. <laughs> ah, that is on the twenty-sixth of June. On the 29th of June, we have mixology, which you'll hear more about very soon. But following mixology will be pianoki. That's the twenty-ninth of June, eight thirty, nine o'clock. Come, sing, watch. 
smash a cajon, shake a tambourine, do what you want, but you'll have a really, really awesome, awesome night. And as mentioned on the 29th of June, also we have Mixology. It's a night to grab a beer and share an idea. If you've got a show coming up in the Manchester Fringe, this is a great night to come and shout about it. Stand in front of like-minded people, tell us about your show, get your flyer, your poster on the screen, grab a beer, share an idea. Mixology is the 29th of June. That is a £5 ticket, but all £5 of that is a redeemable drinks voucher. So it's basically free if you buy uh, beer. And signing us off tonight, Offcut Festival, 25th of July to the 5th of August. It's a two-week festival, 20 plays, five finalists, one winner, and the audience vote. A bit like the X Factor, but much classier, much better. (laughs) Wow, there we go. Um, uh, That is what's coming up in the Archies. Find out all about it on 532.com forward slash what's on. Thank you to Meg for filming. Thank you to Sean. Is at the back? Is a shout, Sean? Very good. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, God. God. For Meg. Thank God for Meg. (laughs) Obviously, we're going to leave with Dr. Q. Dr. Q asked us a question earlier. What was that question? What are the last five host cities of the Winter Olympic and Paralympic Games? I mean, if you got this right, you need to get down here for the quiz because you'll basically win on the 26th of June. Dr. Q, the answers. Beijing. Pyeongchang. Got it. Sochi. Yep. Vancouver, stroke Whistler. Mm. And Turin. Oh, there you go. <laughs> if you got that, you're a huge nerd. Thank you for my dad for suggesting that segment. That's us for Beneath the Bricks, episode three. Daniel Brenny, you've been an absolute delight. Thank you for joining us. It's been a joy. We will see you as Dr. Q on the 26th of June. Mm-hmm. George? Yes. You, as always, have been a mild disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> From us, we will see you next time. Outro theme tune, please. It's time to go.